a boomerang employee. Wow, it was the worst experience ever. Our generation of employers are like that. I can't tell if you're sarcastic or not. Oh! Can you really be friends with your colleagues? This is your daily catch-up. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jared, guess how many people are still not subscribed to our video? I believe it's still more than 50%. Oh no, please drop us a subscribe so we can get to 100k. Comment down below, 100k gang. Subscribe. And back to the episode. Okay, so in this episode featuring three employees and one John, <laughs> also an employee. we are talking about a very interesting article that just came out on Straits Times. They have coined this term called a boomerang employee. Okay. And we have exhibit number one right next to me. What is a boomerang employee? Someone who has quit and left and then oh. they resume work with a former employer. Ooh. So for you, right, <laughs> do you think you would consider rejoining a previous company? Oh, uh, I think, right, I might not. <laughs> because, Your life. No, it's because it's a pride thing. Like, I feel like when I leave, right, okay, bye guys. Then it doesn't work out and then I'm too Pisces to come back. To say like, actually, uh, you see. know. I want you to know that like, Jared's goodbye speech was like two hours long. 40, yeah. 40 minutes. Okay, cry, don't... dry, cry, dry, <laughs> cry, dry. I think that was like a drop off at like 40 minutes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I gotta go Jared at the first. <laughs> hey, I fully realised at some point no, that, was I, speech, that I lost everyone no, already. You, you, yeah. you have no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not convicted halfway through. Yeah. So halfway you start laughing at how your own speech is so long. <laughs> yeah. But I, I tuned it in already. Instead of one goodbye speech to the whole company, I'm going to give everyone individual goodbye speeches. Oh, then I took the mic for 40 minutes and then <laughs> I realised got some people just joined the company for two months. Then it's like, yeah, yeah. and you, yeah, you're like, uh, it's been nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's very awkward. <laughs> but yeah, so as someone who left and eventually came back after two years? One and a half. One and a half One years. Half, yeah. What was like going through your mind when you were considering whether to come back? Yeah, okay. So I actually had the same consideration as like Shams of oh. like how like, well, am I going to be tucking my tail in between my legs and like crawling back like, eh, it didn't work out lah. And I know that a lot of things had changed. The daily catch-up had become like, had just mm. exploded and everything. Then where is my place in this company lah? Then mm. I'm saying like, is it kind of like regressing if mm. I, if I just like go back to something that is comfortable? Mm. So actually, my first course of action after leaving my government job, I didn't want to take one step back into gravity and I actually applied for a job at another agency. Oh, well, yeah. you did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> because John very graciously always kept the door open. Like mm. when I left gravity, he, he had this message that said like, uh, if anything happens, just drop me a text. No, wait, let me hijack my story. <laughs> if I'm not wrong, uh, some memories is that I think Jared went and replied to the message that I sent him <laughs> I did. like months and years ago, oh! right? <laughs> then like, is this still on the table? Then I just reply, of course. Then I say, what's your timeline? Then he gave me a random timeline, which I thought that was when he will resign. La. So I just, okay, la, I got time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Months yeah. in advance. Then I'm like, actually, now also not a very good time. <laughs> if you join now, I cannot give you what I think. 
I cannot give you the offer that I think you deserve. Mm. Right. So I said, can you come back in like, which is this year, like mid this year, which is like June. And then he said, oh, but I quit my job. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, shouldn't we talk about this first? Like, what the f***? So like, long story short, then two weeks later, he joined us. <laughs> okay, timeline, timeline. Okay, let's do a timeline. So in September, I kind of quit my job in the public sector and I was applying. I tried to look for uh, another media company mm. and then I got accepted. And then in October, I worked there for one month. Oh, nice. Where? Yeah. Ooh. Wow, it was the worst experience ever. So you quit? Yeah, because the probation is not just for yeah, the yeah, for yeah, company yeah. to assess you, it's also for company to assess yeah. you. Yeah, that one, right? And so <laughs> That's my script, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I knew that I didn't want to stay here anymore. Yeah. And I said like, and I thought to myself, like, why am I putting myself through this when I know that there is some place so much better? Yeah, and that one is you text me already or heaven? Heaven. Uh, I was looking at the chat. Either way, I know that I needed a break. Mm. My wife agreed mm. also. And so I say like Come what may also, whether it's immediately or not immediately. That's why it's so bochap. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, he was really weirdly bochap. Yeah. And how do you overcome that? How do you decide, no. like, okay, I'm not prideful anymore and then, like, I'll just text John? What, but why is it a pride problem? No, I'm not sure whether it's a paise feeling or it's a feeling of. Uh, power or control in a sense because I think between employee and boss there's always this weird dynamic of like oh I have to show that oh, I'm a valued employee that like if you don't pay me well or if you don't whatever right then I can leave and then that will cause an impact to the company but the fact that I went somewhere else and I had to come back I wonder if if that caused like uh, in, in a sense in yeah. my mind if it's like yeah. I had to come back mm-hmm. I wonder whether it is a sense of like oh shit now that I'm going back is it I'm losing some form of negotiating power or like now that I go back like they know that maybe I I didn't succeed somewhere else. That's why mm. I had no choice but to come back. So it's like that perception. No lah. Right. I, I, I mean, don't think so. I mean, for, for me, me, it was like, I left for a reason. Then I was thinking like, what if John thinks like, in another two years, yeah. I'm going to get burnt out again or content yeah. creation. And then we just end up with this whole thing again. The thinking from my end is none of the thinking that y'all have mentioned. <laughs> the thinking is that it's a fact, and especially if you're an employee and you've done it for a while, you also know that you want to give your employees the best, but then... Sometimes you are not good enough as a leader. Sometimes your company don't make the excess in cash such that you can remunerate in mm-hmm. tangible benefits as opposed to just good jobs and dinners, you know. And you always know that they deserve better. Or that's how like I think me and many of my f- entrepreneur friends all feel. That you always feel like, well, you're so talented. Then every day we wake up like, why you work for us? Ah? You know, that is <laughs> this weird twilight zone that we live in. And whenever someone wants to leave, we low-key understand why you leave. Like, even if you haven't <laughs> tell me yet, I also know. Maybe you think my company too small, no future for you, right? Or we look around and we see there are media companies that's bigger than mine. So it's like, the question is why you all stay. <laughs> that's so nice of you, eh? What? No, it's not me. It's, it's an employer. It's many, or rather our generation of employers <laughs> are like that. Ah. Like, when you come back to me, ah, it's a matter of, I know you deserve better, you've gone out. And I'm so glad that you think that there's something more here that mm. could be better than outside because I know I'm not paying you what you deserve. I know you touch or go to any MNC and their benefits is like what? Like pet lah. Benefits so good, I see doctor for free. Like, like me and my, my wife also, yeah. Like dentist, or buy spectacle uh, yeah. and clip. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it's go great. Eh. Buy spa package and clip. Then like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, we can't afford that shit at, at scale for the whole company. So when you come back, it's like, as much as I couldn't give you that, at least there were things, not everything, but at least there were things we did right that you feel like you want to come back for. So to me, it's the greatest compliment you can 
pay your ex-boss. I was looking at this article that, uh, actually TSL recently published it. So it was talking about job hopping versus like staying in a job for long term. And there was something that was quite interesting that I quite resonated with, which is the peer pressure of job hopping. So currently there is kind of that trend of- Oh my God. Huh? This is original thought. This is original yeah. thought. Yeah. So, Why? <laughs> no, yeah, this is really new. This is cutting edge. Yeah. I can't tell if you're sarcastic or not. Stop right there. If you're enjoying our content so far and we're about to delve a lot deeper, do give video this video a like. Thank you. <laughs> Back to the episode of Friendship. Oh yeah, this is really new. This is cutting edge. Yeah. I can't tell if you're sarcastic or not. I'm serious. Because for the longest time, the narrative is, the drop stronger hop. narrative is to drop hop. Mm. And I'm starting to see the opposite, but no one has articulated it yet. Mm. This is my first time hearing it. Yeah. TSL, let's go. Yeah, right. Hey, what's up, <laughs> Brian? <laughs> And so it actually talks about, so the two-year mark where people start wondering, right? Like, mm. should I jump to another job? And then you hear all your friends keep saying like, job hop is the way to get 40% pay increment and mm. blah, 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 you know? And but then, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Mm. So then I keep thinking like, ah oh yeah, then in my current place, is it I stagnant? You mm. know, is it I this? Then I start asking all these sorts of questions. And then what I didn't realize was that it was that peer pressure, which is why this article also was like a uh, right. revelation. Right. Wow, Brian knows me. what he's doing. This <laughs> is also a secret lab chat. At <laughs> <laughs> Big brain. <laughs> That's even better, you know. Exactly. Like, you can, yeah. yeah, so I was talking to my partner about if I do jump to this other company, right, which I think has higher pay, but then the content is less aligned with what I'm interested in doing. So mm. if I do quit, right, then where do I go? Do I job hop somewhere else again or do I come back here like Jared mm. did? And then what is better for my career progression? Because currently where we are, everybody here, we have all the same job title. Right? And to me, it never mattered until I started thinking about this. Mm. And so this concept of like you going and then coming back is so interesting because then my question to you is, do you feel like you want ah, like, a, okay. like, go, that, like, go like back. a letter move uh, yeah uh. yeah so i think it just boils down to like what you're looking for in a job law like if you're looking for money you definitely i feel like boomeranging is not going to be the best idea actually no like, it will be actually in you're <laughs> a bad time like here. in very it's, it's fine <laughs> no no okay I, I <laughs> Yo, going to can, I, can i give more context about your case so, sure. so I don't know why I reveal this, right? Yeah, but last year, right, Gravity didn't have a very good year. We burned through a bit of our reserves. And so this year, we tightened financial control. Mm. And when Jared came that time, right, we didn't want to hire. But because of how much I, how good I know he is and how much I think he will fit into our current team, that I wanted him back. And so we really cuffed the money. And so what I'm, what with the company is currently working on, and I don't know why we're doing this at AGM, right? Yeah, why is that? <laughs> we always do this whenever we talk about job episode. <laughs> yeah, and, and and so returning people do get good pay actually in our experience. So Jared, for example, knows that he's getting a adjustment by the end of the year that will reflect a good returning pay. Yeah, so returning to my point of like, it depends on what you are looking for in a job. At, the, at that point, right, I had my house, I had my wife, like things were comfortable. Mm. Like all I needed, right, was to be employed. Then got CPF, then can then <laughs> then okay. that can pay for your house payments really right. every right. month. So to me, like the number that uh drawn through to me, like not that, that not that important to be honest. Like what I really wanted when I came back was I remembered I had that bond with the whole mm. company and everyone Aww. inside. Right. And I just wanted that back. You I came back for the friendship. I came back for the friendship. I wanted to- For the family. Oh, but question, right? So when you came back, I would say it was a very different <laughs> gravity. That's the thing. When I came back, right? 
a lot of people who I remembered to like, oh, I can't wait to see this person. I can't wait to see this person. Hey, wait, they're all gone already. Uh. I can, remember feeling weird for you yeah, as well. Acting like, <laughs> he acting like he's on big shot. Like, I feel like he had this expectation when he come in, right? Like, it will be the same 40 people and he's farewell. But the brilliant thing was that in a matter of like a month, it just felt like I had that same feeling again. I mm. got what I want, I came back for. Mm. And that to me is something I don't think I had even tried to find that in another company. Mm. I couldn't find it. Thanks for saying that, man. Wow. That means a lot to me. So we're hiring. That's why I put you in the episode. <laughs> oh, are we? <laughs> we, are, we are hiring. Yeah. No, but friendships in the office is such a weird like it vibe is. for me. And uh, what? No, like <laughs> hey. suddenly you Differing like me. Differing opinions, yeah. uh, guys. So I suddenly feel yeah. like, wow, I'm so jealous. I want that. You mean you don't have friends in the office? Uh, no, I do. I do. I'm friendly <laughs> with everyone. No, okay, okay. I, I just feel a bit, um, hmm, let me think. It's a bit weird to have friends at work because like people like my friend, uh, my friends, my uh, parents or like even Elvin, right? Um, he, they always tell me like, hey, uh, people at work are just work friends. They're not really friends, friends. So you just need, you need to bear that in mind. To As they need to keep a distance. Yeah, you need to keep a distance. Like you can be friendly with them at work, but just know that they are not your friends. They will not right. like, they don't have your best interests. This, sen- this sentiment is not uncommon. Like. A lot of my friends say yeah. that also. A lot of people say like, Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Friends... Uh, there's no such thing as friendships in the office one you the minute shit, things go to shit they will backstab you you know it's to the extent right that if I'm leaving this company I'm going somewhere else people ask me right I cannot say because there's the chance that this person will call the company mm. and sabo mm. yeah right. so it's really like a lot of things is cannot say kind. but for me when I make friends at work right it's very difficult for me to see them as just colleagues Yeah. you know because like like how do you invest I and then stop <laughs> investing? Correct. Uh. And I spend hours with this person. I spend more time with this person than Elvin, to be honest. In a week. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's true. It's uh. true. Like eight hours, nine hours a, a day, right? Then you times five. Yeah. Anyways, this line is very blur for me. And then um it also feels good, right, to have some like say you have some frustration at work, right? Yeah. Then it, it's great to have someone else who's also working in the same place as you and also Just understand as yeah. Yeah, your frustration. <laughs> as compared to me do telling Elvin. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah So then um then I realized that. Actually, it can be quite difficult if you have very close friends at work, right? But then, we even including me, uh, mm. we don't have the correct level of maturity to differentiate work and expectations friendship. Yeah. and friendship mm. expectations. Mm. Yeah, so when that crosses, right, then we get a bit angry at each other and I don't know how to or confront these feelings right. emotions yeah so then then so I think that you want me to talk to Jumpo or what? <laughs> <laughs> no I'm good that's why on this episode yeah. <laughs> upon Shum's request no <laughs> no he hear his service okay he hear his service salute okay so I'm wondering if you guys also face similar situations and how do you all like overcome that it's a bit difficult because there are certain people that we do work with that sometimes things go wrong at work. Then we just DM and try to settle in private and Correct. not try to escalate such that maybe the boss can see. So then 
when it comes to this, then it becomes very difficult. For example, in my role where I'm in a bit of a middle ground, right? I don't want people to feel like, oh, I pauto, I pauto up, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I also don't want to feel like the uppers to feel like, uh, how come this problem arise? And then Denise didn't flag until it was too late. It was to protect her friend. True. So, yeah, so then I feel like that's where the line start to blur, which is why for a long time also in the company, I felt like there was really no point make friends. Like I come here, I do my job. I can vibe with the people here. If I want to talk to them at lunch, I can. Mm. Then... <laughs> That's it, I go home, then I, I wouldn't uh, have to think about them anymore because I have my own friends outside. Ma. Yeah. Is this the period of time where you and JP just don't hang out with us? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's still happening. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, yeah. you hang out? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. So, but it came to a point where I, unconscious, I unconsciously started making friends. So, yeah. like, I ended up having two very close friends in the office that we will go out for dinner. I think that's the measure, right? Mm. So something recently happened in the office, right, which I can briefly summarize. So there was someone that we let go of and then there was a bit of conflict regarding his letting go and why he was let go and also the handling of it. Then it drove a bit of a rift. We legit like, didn't talk for like a good, I think one or two weeks. Oh. And then that felt very weird to me because at that point, they were the people in the office who if anything happened at work, right, high chance is I ran to them at dinner and and mm. it's, I mean, it's vice versa. La. And it gave, me, this whole thing, right, gave me a very big clarity on friendships in the office. So what I had then realised was that because a lot of our friendship had been built on, in a sense, trauma bonding. So like things that happen at work, then we complain, then it almost becomes some form of like an inside joke, right? Yeah. And then it was built a lot on that. I mean, to be, to put it bluntly, it was gossip. And I can share this because we were good friends enough to be able to talk it out in the end. Mm. Right. Thankfully. So, and I shared this with her so that it felt like because so much of our friendship is built around talking about other people that when whatever we were talking about, right, essentially became what was happening to us, mm. the friendship fell apart because it, it was built on nothing except talking about other people. Mm. And for a long time, it always felt to me like, oh, it's a pillar of support in the office. It's like, mm. it's harmless because I'm just complaining to them and then we keep it in confidence amongst us. Ma. Mm. Then... But what I didn't realize it was doing to me was that it was affecting my mindset a lot because anything that happened in the office, it just become this negative loop of inside jokes. And it's not to say that they are bad friends because they are all good people in their own right and all competent at their work also. So then what I didn't realize was that it kept me in this very dark place. That yep. like anytime something happened at work, right? Then I feel like, damn it, lah, someone else was incompetent. That's why this didn't happen. And then it became, I kept pouring the blame outwards also. Yep. Also, what I realized is the communication of expectation. So, I mean, one of the conflicts that happened was that it felt like, to me, to me, it felt like one of my friends, he believed another side of the story and then didn't even bother to come and ask me. And then I felt very hurt because it's like we've known each other for like over a year, you know my character. So why would you think that I would say certain things or do certain things? And then what she said to me then, which kind of switched my brain a bit, right, was that, it's not about that. She said, I trust your professional decisions and I will always trust that. So you do what you have to do and afford me the same trust to trust my professional decisions and that I will do what I need to do. And mm. I think that was like when the line was drawn like very clearly for me. Mm. Now that we have gone through this whole thing and we almost went through like a friendship reset, right? And oh. then coming out of it, right? I feel like I have so much more clarity. And then what I also realized was that I have made other friends, I have bonded with other people in the office that I didn't previously realise that we were close or that we could be close. Yeah, so like the two of them, then Alison, who is now my dad's buddy also, right? And then it is so important to, when you have friends in the office, to make it a point, right, to talk about other things. 
Yes. And like, it's really to build your interest because we have common interests, but somehow we don't talk about that. We end up talking about this. And then at the end of the day, if you really reflect, right, it's gossiping, it's bullying. Okay. Which, no, to put yeah. it very yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. honestly, which I didn't realize. You're bullying so, yourself also. Yeah, which I really didn't realize. Mm. And then so mm. now when I come out, I say this a lot so that like this is really a canon event for me like in my yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. That like to come to this realization that I can have friends in the office, but it's important to draw a certain divide, not to say I am uh, hiding certain parts of myself from them, or but to like, be consciously mm. building a different kind of bond with them outside of work and to talk about things that we have similar interests in and whatever, whatever, instead of just focusing on like what goes on at work and then it just built a very toxic environment for everyone involved also. Yeah. 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 So that's my takeaway on friendships. I'm proud of you. Thank I've you. It's like, yeah, this personal growth thing. Oh. Like whatever you talk about was, th- was, that, was that stage I observed you go through as well. Right. Mm. Even my partner noticed that she say like, I feel very, a lot happier now. Like lighter. Yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't realise that it made such a big difference. And it's really not to say that they are bad friends, which mm. they are not. Yeah. Also not to say this is a bad company. Yeah. Not every company yeah. got mm. staff, uh, you know. You'll come yeah. back twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. But don't go in toxic loops, guys. If you realise that there's a friend in your life, right, that you only go to to just kind of complain, Mm. and you still want to stick to that person, you're going to spend the entire rest of your life complaining about everything because nothing's ever good enough for you. Mm. I really want to address that properly in a full episode. Oh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> two-part <laughs> has jumped so many jobs and I've seen that in all the companies she's been. Because oh. she was part of it. It took me a long time to pull her out of it. Right. And it's to the point, right, and, and I was so proud of Pat because she has a colleague friend that was a contract staff uh-huh. so and recently got converted to full-time. Mm. Ooh, and because good. the culture is very complainy, and she's like, you happy? Hmm? And then that, that girl say, mm. no. Then after that, Pat say, my husband say, ah, if you're happy, just admit you're happy. Not everything needs to be said one. If you're actually happy, just say you are happy. Because, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you're so subsumed in a culture where your boss can do nothing, right? Your company can do nothing. Your cli- the client that you don't like, can never be nice to you. Because even when they are nice, you think they are snarky. You know what I mean? Mm. When you don't give credit, where credit is due, credit stops coming, you know? Right. Yeah, and so... I and can so, literally hear that in Pat's voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so Pat say, say happy must be, must say happy, must acknowledge to the universe that <laughs> okay, now I hear it. Now was I hear good it. for yeah. you. Okay. And then her friends smile and say, I'm very happy. Wow. How did it take that conversation for you to acknowledge to yourself that you are actually happy. Why you deny yourself of that smile? That's where I see it's wrong in many, many places, many, many people in their mindset. They deny themselves of happiness. They literally feel like when a good thing happens to you, and this happens to people that are afraid to fail. People that are afraid to fail are afraid to succeed. They they feel like they don't deserve success. They don't deserve happiness because they were afraid to fail when they started, you know? And you see that in so many people uh, and you see that in, in, in corporate loops because that's where ambitious people are. Mm. Yeah, it's pain. Lemon cry. <laughs> yeah, I think this Emotional. is, I, when I hear all of y'all speak, I, I see myself going through many of that journey. There were also times where because of friendships that I have in the office, I wasn't able to do my job as the executive of the office. Right. And that means very real things like putting people on probation, letting people go, switching people out, or just scolding them, or really telling them in a very serious manner that fuck the fuck up, Ken, mm. because this salary I'm paying you should be for a professional. And I've let that affect me many a times before until it bleeds 
to the rest of my life. Then that happened, you lose your weekend friends as well. Then you ask yourself why. And I remember my why, why my, my wife for finally putting my foot down was that at that time, the number was 29. I still remember there are 29 other people that I had to take care of, that the company cannot die for, that this company must continue to survive so that these 29 people that like working here can continue working here. Mm. Yeah. And that was my point of putting the foot down. And what I lost was back then my worldview. Mm. I lost everyone. I lost all my friends. That, that back, you know, you're very mm. dramatic. <laughs> that, right? So that feels like, every, you know, you lose your girlfriend, you feel like, oh my God, the whole world. You no, know, your girlfriend left you, the whole world didn't crash, you know? So that, that vibe, <laughs> that's the vibe I got, yeah. you know? And so uh, that was a learning point for me um, on keeping a distance with the people in my office. Mm. And that's why in the past, you'd see that I would initiate a lot of gatherings, mm. but now I don't. Mm. And however, I've taken a few more, it's been a few years since, and I've also realized it's with all your friends. You draw a line, a thin gray line with your work friends. You also draw a thin gray line with your childhood friends. You also draw a thin gray line with your school friends because they are all here at different seasons of your life mm -hmm. that will go through different other seasons of your life with you. There are things that you want to celebrate with Jared for that you don't want to celebrate with your childhood friend because either they don't get it mm. or they are jealous or they despise you because everyone is to a certain extent competing. You all heard the saying that people always wish you well but they don't want you to do better than them. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's somewhat true. It's exactly what I saw on uh, online also. They, they say right, the only time you can make good work friends right, is with someone right, uh, of a senior level than you. So someone who's not going to compete with you for the same opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's the only way. If John said that we needed to cut one of our team, one person from our team, you would take out the knife. I would say, take me. Sick. I'll be back in two years. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be you until someone else leaves. <laughs> You're trying to jump out with <laughs> Are we doing better now? <laughs> new podcast. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for watching what turned out to be our annual general meeting. Uh, we'll, see you, yeah, we'll see you next year. Like, share, subscribe. Bye-bye. I love that for you. Thank yeah. you. It's giving. It's really giving. It's, it's giving now. Ah. That's it. Ah. It just ends. Ah. Yeah, it's no, giving. No, no. Isn't it? It's giving something. I just. No, it's just giving. No, it's giving something. I just giving. learned this it's like two just, months ago. It's just giving. I'm sorry. So it's, yeah. it's, then one is just, it's just. It's. It's. it's <laughs> lazy. Either. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.